Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So I have a question for you this morning. So what are you looking for? You heard that correctly. What are you looking for? Why have you come here today? Why this place on this day? What is it that you are looking for? I suppose some of you are here because it's traditional, expected thing to do on Easter Sunday. My parents always made sure that we were in church on Easter, and I am carrying on that tradition with my family. Maybe your family has a rule or a mandate. No church, no ham. (laughs) Some of you are here because you are always here. Every Sunday, so today is no different except for the breakfast. But why are you really here? What are you really looking for? You are looking for the end of the journey. You are looking for home. Maybe you are here because you are home for the holiday. And your family always goes to church together on Easter. Maybe you are here because you are unable to be home and church on Easter Sunday reminds you of your home and your family. Maybe church and the people here are your home and your family. There is something about this day and this place that reminds us of home, and rightly so. But the unfortunate truth remains that we spend most of our days looking for our home elsewhere. Now, I'm not talking about our church attendance, even though it is related. No, what I'm referring to is our focus upon the things of this world. When we look at the things in this world around us, we look to those things as if they are what truly matter. We look to this world as if it truly is our home. And while that may seem like a small matter on the surface, in reality it means that we are like the women in our Easter text this morning from St. Mark. The first place we look for Him, that is Jesus, is among the dead. The first place we go to seek Him is at the tomb. We focus upon the tangibles, the disposables, the perishable and the mortal. We seek Jesus among the dead. We treat the pit of the tomb as if it were home. Why would the women go to the graveyard to see Jesus? Why would they go there? Oh, I know. We always talk about how they were doing their duty by going there to anoint His body, to prepare it for burial. And we speak of their bravery while the rest of the followers hid behind locked doors in fear and trembling. And we talk of their devotion to the Son of God. But in all of this, there is one truth that remains the same. They believed Jesus to be dead. They went to the tomb to see Jesus because the tomb is the home for dead people. Why did they seek Jesus among the dead? 
Because death is the land of exile for mankind. Sin has made it so. Death is the reality that we all face. Yes, it is true that we fight it, we deny it, we do all that we can to put it off. But the reality of our sin is death. Death is our land of exile. The grave is our wilderness home. You can eat healthy, work out, see the best doctors, eliminate stress, and yet you will still die. Such is the devastation brought about by sin in the world. In the Garden of Eden, man willingly brought sin into this world, but who knew that sin would bring its partner death? And not the sanitized death of our American culture. No, I'm talking about the brutal, agonizing, weeping and gnashing of teeth kind of death that is the result from being separated from God for all of eternity. Death that is everlasting condemnation. Death that is suffering beyond comparison. Death that is the great enemy that no one can overcome. Our sin has sent us to this land of exile. This land of death. We are in an exile that is a death both physically and spiritually. We are in an exile with no ability to escape and no hope of return. Small wonder that we live as if this tomb is our home. But for this reason, God sent His Son into the world. Jesus came to rescue us from our land of wandering, from our deadly exile, from the reality of death itself. This is the exile from which Christ has freed us and brought us out. Jesus came to accomplish what we had no hope of accomplishing for ourselves. By the cross, He has redeemed, restored, and renewed us. Jesus overcame the twin forces of sin and death. He hung on the cross to bear our sin, suffering, bleeding holy blood, and dying as the all-availing sacrifice. He conquered Satan as He provided the sacrifice required and cleansed us from all our guilt and shame. For this, God sent His Son. For this, Jesus faced death in our place and finished the work God promised He would do. And for this, He was laid in a tomb as a lifeless corpse. But a lifeless corpse with a promise. But the women who went to the tomb that first Easter morning were not focused on the promise. They were focused on the corpse. They went to see Jesus among the dead. They were living as if the grave was their home. The end of their journey. But the angel told them, Do not be afraid. You seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. Why do you seek the living among the dead? Why do you seek Jesus in a tomb? He is is not here. He has risen. The tomb was empty. It was not Christ's home. 
Only for three short days did the grave hold him. The grave, the pit, was not and would not be his dwelling place. The land of exile with sin and death. Satan's wilderness could not contain him. He's not there. He has risen. But do you realize what this means? Do you realize what this means for you? If the tomb is not Christ's home, that tomb is not your home either. Christ has been victorious over sin, death, and the power of the devil. And He has shared this victory with you. Christ paid the price and overcame the ancient foe and you are rescued from the wilderness. You are restored to God. You are returned home from the land of exile. Welcome home. The tomb is empty. It is no longer your focus because it is no longer your home. You no longer live your lives fatalistically. You no longer wander through this world with the attitude that you just plug along until you die. You no longer live as those exiled in a land of suffering and death. The tomb is empty, people. The tomb is empty. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. We do not seek Jesus among the dead, nor do we live our lives as those who have no hope. The tomb is empty. He is risen. And so we also shall rise. This world is confusing. This world is uncomfortable and difficult. This world is heavy and overwhelming. This world still seeks our attention and our citizenship. But this world is not our home. Christ has risen. The tomb is empty. And we live our lives as the children of God walking through this strange land. We are the living children of God on a journey through this world. We focus not on the right or the left. We are not distracted by the glamour, the glitter, nor overcome by the pain and the darkness. We walk with eyes focused not on the tomb, but on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith from Hebrews chapter 12. The one who has returned us to a right relationship with our Father in heaven. We walk with eyes focused not on the land of death, but on the gates of everlasting life. Christ is risen. You can be filled with joy. Everything that you do and accomplish in this life is to the glory of God the Father. Christ is risen. You can love your spouse, your children, and others with the love that only Christ can give you. There is no greater love than that you are willing to lay down your life for others. Christ did that for you. You don't need to be afraid of dying because Christ lives. You will live too. Christ is risen. You are able to forgive others. Together you live daily in the forgiveness of Christ. This calm and peace that Christ's forgiveness brings surpasses all comprehension. 
you are no longer in your sins. Your sins have been nailed to Christ's cross and buried in His tomb. They are gone from God's sight and removed from His memory. Christ is risen. There is nothing more important than setting aside time each week to thank Him and praise Him for all that He has done for us. Everything that the Holy Spirit, the prophets and apostles have recorded for us in the Scriptures is absolutely true and beneficial for our Christian faith. Christ is risen. That means that Jesus finished His Father's work and your life has worth. Because He was forsaken, you will never be alone. Because He was buried, you will be raised. Because He lives, you don't have to be afraid of dying. Because He has reached down to you, you don't have to work your way up to Him as if you could. Because His promises are always true, you have hope. Because He rose from the dead, death has been swallowed up in victory. Welcome home. Welcome home. The tomb of Christ is empty. He is not here. He is risen. And we too shall rise. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Welcome home. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, Guard our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.